It's transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Your past can stick with you, and most of the time it's subconscious. You don't even know that it's happening. Let Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat help bring your shadow into the light so you can begin to truly heal and grow. You have the power to shift your energetic ties to the past and thereby shift your life. Stop being stuck in your karmic patterns and transmute your pain or unhealthy ways of being into wisdom and joy. Are you ready to live a more conscious life, to act instead of react, to be present and balanced even in the face of challenges? It's time to turn trauma into transcendence. Transmutation time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life with Kelly Kay starts now. Dr. Pat, so nice yeah. to be here again. I'm really excited to um, talk about love and unconditional love, especially for the self. It's such a big topic, and I know we hinted at it last time, the importance of that in order to trust yourself, because the topic of our last podcast was really learning to listen you know, to yeah. your true heart center, and we both talked about, well, to do that there has to be this um, unconditional love. So I'm really excited to talk about how that relates to trusting yourself, listening to your own guidance, and how transmutation can help bring people, you know, into that place of really learning uh, how to love ourselves. And unconditional love for others is a whole other topic, you know, we might talk about that a little bit too, but really it starts with the self. And so many people, we have just not learned how to do that. You know, I want to ask you about this, if I could. Uh, you are a, you have so many skills, talents, training, healing experience, you bring so much to the table. And that's why I love having this conversation with you. Whether I'm looking at your Hawaiian shamanic work or Arcturian light work, it doesn't matter. When we talk about putting all that together, right, in what you call enlightened medicine, mm -hmm. then we step in to the conversation with you, Kelly Kay, about unconditional love. We can break this down for people today in a way where people don't just say, oh, I can't do it. I, oh. Because aren't you, in almost everything you do, aren't you plugged in to the energy of transmutation? Absolutely. I mean, transmutation is really a kind of a broad term to help us understand that we have to work with what has been in our past and try to dissolve it or shift it or use that alchemy to change it so that we can become more of who we really are, you know, on kind of a core soul level. We've just forgotten how to be that. And I believe at a core soul level, we are actually unconditional love for ourselves and for life and all of that. But because of what a lot of us have been through or what we've experienced, it makes it hard to to feel it, to live it, because we haven't been shown that for other from others. And the reason, you know, I did so many trainings and tried to learn from different perspectives is I, I worked with patients for enough years that I saw how difficult it can be sometimes and i'm sure people listening can relate to you know doing therapy for years and feeling like okay i made some progress but i still feel like there's something sticking there's something there that i don't know how to 
you know, really get rid of or shift away from. And there's something about these beautiful, you know, techniques of the ancient shaman traditions and, you know, Huna Hawaiian shamanism really emphasizes the aloha, the love from the heart, because love heals so much. And really a lot of our healing is bringing love into those wounds, into those parts of us that, that don't feel loved. And then even the new paradigm training that I've had in the courses that I teach there, we call in unconditional love from source to help transmute the, the pain and the illusion that somehow we are not loved or not lovable, which I think is, you know, one of the biggest, um, deepest wounds that we can have. And unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people kind of carry that wound. So yeah, for me, all my training was, how else can I help people shift, you know, and transmute those core wounds, those core fears of, of not being lovable or of being abandoned. I mean, these are very deep, um, important, you know, wounds to look at in order to really heal. And, and unfortunately in our society, they're, they're fairly prevalent. And again, you know, therapy can be great from understanding from the mind, you know, what has happened and giving framework, but it doesn't always release the energy, you know, the core kind of energetic whole almost that can form when we think for some reason that that we're not lovable. And so to start loving ourselves is is really the key place, um, because if we're looking to other people to fill that hole or to whatever a substance or you know all the different ways that our society tries to get us to feel fill those holes and entertainment and this and that but most people come to a point in their life where they realize those things aren't working anymore and that you know that hole is still there and and they can jump from relationship to relationship or from you know this kind of addictive pattern to this thing and eventually it becomes obvious like none of that is working and so to me these techniques the the shaman work the the transmutation energetically um that's what you know, kind of dissolves that wound and lets that hole just not even be there anymore. So it's not that you're trying to fill the hole anymore. The hole actually has been, you know, dissolved away and that there's so much love there and there's so much light there. Uh, so that's my goal with people, but it's not always an easy thing to do, especially on your own. Um, if you haven't been shown that, if you don't really know how to do that for yourself, we're not taught that in school, right? It's not a subject in school. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was, or, you know, at least I wish we're taught a level of awareness about what you just shared, Kelly K, right? Because, you know, we're talking today about transmutation back into love. And I love that you're saying back into love because I, for whatever reason, I have a belief that it really does start there. That despite what childhood you're brought into or what your situation is, I do believe that that is the place, you know, the energetic blueprint, shall we say, uh, of, of what starts. And so part of this I want to ask you about is there are so many misconceptions about con uh, condi uh, unconditional love. Let me just let me just tell you what I mean. I remember I was in a relationship once and it got very confusing for me because I was on this journey now to discover myself. Right. It was all new for me. 
Mm-hmm. But if you're if you don't know any better and you get in a situation, whether it's a boss or it doesn't matter, and you're trying to be in this place of unconditional love, but you're being told that means you don't have boundaries. That means you don't you can't you can't be firm in your decision. Oh, that means you don't provide feedback. Oh, and, you know, I remember saying to somebody once, holy cow, it's unconditional love. I'm not Archangel Michael. <laughs> and, you know, and I think this is part of the confusion. Can you talk to this? Because I think in order for us to get this and not make this so weird, we need to explain it differently as a human. Yes. And that is the tricky thing as a human, because it is okay to have boundaries. And I actually think it's okay to have expectations around behavior. And and I've read spiritual teachings that say no expectations. And I'm a little bit like, "Ah, I I don't think that works in our human world. You know, I have children, there are expectations that certain chores are going to be performed. But when they're not performed, it's not that I don't love them, you know, I'm still loving them. But I'm like, well, here, are the consequences because there are boundaries around behavior and same in relationship you know if people have boundaries uh, around you know that we're monogamous and we don't want to go outside of that if that boundary is crossed it's not unconditional love to say okay I'm going to keep forgiving someone over and over and over again if they cross that boundary over and over and over again and they have no remorse and no intention of changing because that's not unconditional love for yourself And so that's why I think it's really important to start with the self, because if you really unconditionally love yourself, you're not going to put up with that behavior. You know, you can say, okay, I wish you the best. I'm sorry that this didn't turn into the better vision that I had of what this relationship could be, but I love myself enough to step away from someone who doesn't respect me. And you'll, you can feel that more easily when you really love yourself unconditionally, you feel when someone is not really loving you in return. However, when you haven't really integrated that yet in yourself and you're with someone who's pushing your boundaries or not really respecting or loving you, it's confusing and, and it's harder to actually step away because you haven't integrated, you know, that like, well, I love myself enough not to be treated this way, right? And so, yeah, yeah, starting with the self first and then other relationships, you know, can can emerge from there. And and again, you know, we can love someone unconditionally as we walk away from them. Yeah, I wanna take a short break when we come back. I wanna talk about what I have found to be one of the most interesting, uh, controversial and clearly misunderstood words in our human vocabulary. Uh, And it doesn't matter what culture you go through, there are usually differences of opinion about it from the experts, but the average everyday people, when they hear this word, they're like, no, I am not going to do that. There's nothing that will allow me to do that based on the way that I was treated. That's the word. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We'll be right back with Kelly Kay. Are you passionate about impacting social change or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? 
Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified New Paradigm multidimensional transformation energy healer ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit EnlightenedMedicine.com to learn more. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Mengku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at thrivewithadd.com. Hi, everyone. This is Courtney Cottrell, host of Unapologetically Favorite on Transformation Talk Radio, here to give you some tips on how you can move your life forward if you're feeling stuck by using the GROW model. First, use the letter G to write down the goal that you ultimately want to achieve, whether it's working out one hour a day or working towards a promotion at work. Second, using the letter R, think realistically about the roadblock that is currently holding you back from accomplishing your goals. Third, use the letter O, Think about the options or opportunities that will help you in achieving your goal. What can you change in your daily routine that will help you move closer to achieving your goal? Fourth, use the letter W to discover your will and make a true commitment to achieving your goal by writing down a completion date. Once you've reached your goal, celebrate your accomplishment. You are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Never give up and keep being unapologetically you. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune in to, and that's when I realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is Transmutation Time with Kelly Kay. I'm Dr. Pat. I love being part of the conversation. Remember, this is about energetic alchemy for an amazing life. But one of the things you should know about Kelly Kay is that, you know, when when she's speaking about all these ways to heal, she does more than that. You know, she's available to work with you, to help you through, especially now, you know, some of the rapid changes that awareness, things that are happening on the planet right now at this time, because whatever that energy is that is coming within you, it can be transmuted. It really can. And you will be surprised of how this works when you work with Kelly Kay, because you don't have to go through 10 years of therapy. See, you know, I know that because I did, but you, there are other ways to do it. And the, the art 
of transmutation is so very powerful that I hope today you hear something about how to transmutation yourself back into love. Please look up what Kelly's doing. Contact Kelly. Go ahead to enlightenmedicine.com. That's Kelly K. Enlightenmedicine.com. Or you can email Kelly at enlightenmedicine.com. Did I leave anything out? No, that's oh, okay. perfect. Yeah, okay. thank you. All right. Um, so, all right. So the word, okay, here it is. You ready? Forgiveness. Um, it yeah. took me a while to really even consider what that's all about. It's misunderstood, isn't it? But tell us the power of it from your perspective. It's like a transmutation jackhammer. <laughs> it really is. It's such a key part of returning into this, you know, more loving space within yourself. And the thing I want to start by saying is really understanding that forgiveness is a gift to you, first and foremost. And I believe, like you said earlier, our divine blueprint is to be love. And unfortunately, we have been in the planet for many thousands of years where there has not been love shown to one another. So there's trauma. That trauma gets passed along from generation to generation. And if that healing work isn't done, you know, it keeps just escalating. We're seeing it on a global scale right now, even, yeah. right? And, yeah. and so the it's, it's a reflection of, you know, the human nature to... Um, to hold on to this is my side and I am right and I am angry and I'm justified in that anger and the trauma just gets bounced back and forth between people, between groups of people, be between countries. It's really challenging um, and the more that we can dissolve that trauma within us and really that's transmuted through forgiveness is, is key and forgiveness doesn't mean condoning that what happened is okay. I really want to emphasize that because that's what most people think. They think, well, I'm never going to forgive that because that was an awful thing to do. And maybe it was an awful thing that happened or that that person did. However, if you're holding that anger and that wounding and that trauma, that person that you're angry at may not even care anymore. They, they've moved on. They might have their own trauma and things of whatever they're working through. It's not helping you to heal and to live your best life if you're holding on to so much anger or bitterness or resentment. So really forgiveness is a gift to you to say, you know what, I recognize that a lot of people on this planet are acting from a place of trauma and fear and you know they're unresolved, whatever that has been passed along for so, 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 so long. And when we can do that, we start to move out of the, the judgment space, and this is a big part of, especially like the new paradigm work that I do, really emphasizes to move away from judgment because again, we don't know their story. We don't know their karmic history. We don't know why they acted the way that they did. And we can simply say, okay, you know what? I recognize that whatever happened there was not right and it hurt me, but I love myself enough. I want to let that go so that I can feel 
joy again so that I don't have to live in bitterness and, and anger and regret or whatever those emotions are tied to it. So forgiveness simply is a way of dissolving, of transmuting that energy between you and that other person. Because if you don't transmute it, there is actually an energetic cord that kind of links you to that person or that event. And if you are carrying the hurt that cord stays um and really you don't want to be connected to that person or event if that hurt you right and so it's it's a gift to you to dissolve that thread that cord and say i forgive you from a place of loving myself and wanting to just hold that love within me um so yeah forgiveness it's it's a big topic you know and there's there's a good if people are um you know, interested in A Course of Miracles, that's a whole, I mean, there's like study groups about it, right? And I certainly can't cover it in in a podcast today, all that's in there. But it is an excellent, excellent book on the true nature of forgiveness, um, which is that kind of like, look, all, all humans at some time have acted wrongly. And sometimes we also need to look in ourselves and say, you know, sometimes in my life, maybe I've acted wrongly. And when you can do that and be honest with yourself and forgive yourself, it makes it much easier to forgive other people. So sometimes that's the path as well is looking in and saying, yeah, I too have acted from a place of, of hurt and anger. And I too maybe have hurt other people, whether intentionally or unintentionally, can I forgive myself? Mm-hmm. And as you forgive yourself, it makes it easier to forgive other people as well. So yeah. Can you talk a minute? There's a lot, but I want to just ask you a little bit because I think there's some power uh, that you, that in transmutation work, right? Especially around true forgiveness. I mean, what is your experience in, and this is your area of expertise in that transmutation energy work around this, around not just forgiveness, but the thing that you're holding on to. Exactly. That's really what it's about releasing is that energy. Um, like I said, whether it's anger or bitterness or, you know, whatever that situation has caused in you, that it makes your energy field really, you know, kind of heavy and it makes you feel energetically weighed down by the burden of having to carry those emotions that they're not, you know, harmonious. They create distortions in your energy field and you'll feel it. You won't feel as good. And so when this transmutation happens, there's a lightness. You know, people feel freer they feel energetically lighter. They feel like a weight has been lifted off their shoulders that they didn't know they were carrying. So again, it's really the gift is is to you um, to be in that place of unconditionally loving yourself enough to say, I don't want to carry that anymore, that this is not helping me, this is hurting me. And someone recently that I was talking to that now I can't remember who it was, made it really simple like that, that it was something she heard somewhere else where someone just simplified self-love into, is this good for me right now? And it's really a profound question, actually, because we can think self-love is like, oh, I'm going to indulge in a bottle of wine and that's why I'm spoiling (laughs) myself, you know, but when you actually sit with it and you're like, but wait, is this good for me right now? Um, The answer you might hear is actually, no, that's not what your body is asking for right now. And if you really sit with the emotions behind something that you have towards a person or a situation and ask yourself, is this good for me to hold on to this? Usually the answer is no. Um, And if you, if, 
you know, we're not there yet. If, if the answer is like, yes, I, I still feel hurt, it means something um, hasn't been expressed. And energetically, there's ways to, uh, like in the Huna Hawaiian system, there's the Hopo Ono Ono prayer, um, which is a beautiful forgiveness exercise to help you feel like you're heard, even on an energetic level, even if you don't want to talk to that person directly, you don't have to, or sometimes the person has already passed away or whatever it is. It's allowing you to energetically express your feelings so that they're seen, because this is not about denying that you may have went through something really difficult. So you can have that be seen energetically, and then it can be released. And in my opinion, that's also why it is really good to work with a healing facilitator so that those emotions um, they're often just asking to be witnessed and having someone to help witness them and to process them so that they're not just your burden to carry anymore. It is sometimes difficult to just do that on your own. It's possible, but the witnessing feels like an important piece of it to me too. It is an important piece of it. And that's really why I wanted you to take a moment to talk about it. The other part of that witnessing process is, and I learned this uh, as well in my own journey, is that I was going through the motions of forgiveness for myself. And I say that because you mentioned something so important. We'll talk about this when we come back from break. But there's a witnessing aspect that you can only do, I believe, either through another person, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, you know, when I decided to work with other people, what it did for me was it just the pace by which things started to shed the pace would i have gotten there anyway i don't know like maybe in this lifetime but working through the lens of another person that you trust and having them be so honest with feedback Mm -hmm. and just telling you right right or asking you, had you ever thought about this? You know, right? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And for that person to hold the space of compassion and unconditional love for you, as you are releasing that pain and those emotions, that's key. And that's the thing too, is that sometimes we think, well, if I hold on to this, because it wants to be met with compassion, it wants to be met with unconditional love and understanding and we think if we hold on to it we're going to get that from the other person who wounded us but sadly it doesn't usually work that way that person is so deep in their own wounding or you know what I mean they can't come to you in a tone and say oh I'm so sorry I realized how much I hurt you here it doesn't happen as often as you know in an ideal world it would and so the healing facilitator becomes the person who can witness with compassion and say I see your wounds I meet them with unconditional love um, and that starts the healing process so yeah and that's what I want to talk about when we come back because for those of you out there I just want to I just want to make this general statement if you want to call in and get some help with this, you want to have a conversation with Kelly Kay, please feel free to do that. 1-800-930-2819. Phone lines are open. You know, if there's something that we can help you with along the way, because we are the ones that suffer. You know, most of the people that I've made amends to in my life, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, okay, like, remember, like, and they're like, 
geez, Pat, that was like 20 years ago. You see, carrying the pain of woundedness has no time limit. Mm -hmm. It is something we do and we will keep doing it, whether it's the job you lost or the relationship that ended or something your mom did or your dad did, or if you had my two sisters, that's a whole nother story. But whatever that is, when you're holding on to it, the pain that you feel is within you. When we come back, what does activating and transmuting this, what does it do to the level of self-love, the level of acceptance, the level of forgiveness, the level of worthiness. And I'm going to add another one. Confidence. Confidence to be in this world. Stay tuned, everybody. Benny, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Kelly Kay. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you wondering who you are meant to be in this ever-changing world right now? Kelly Kay is a certified New Paradigm multidimensional transformation energy healer ready to assist you in this transformative process of expanding your consciousness. She helps you transmute your wounds and traumas into healing, growth, and wisdom, resulting in self-empowerment and freedom from fear. Visit EnlightenedMedicine.com to learn more. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart. Because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered why but better than why or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become this is the time to change and gratitude eating with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine crust busting your way to an awesome life i want to thank you all for tuning us in turning us on on transformationtalkradio.com Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist with Drina Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the merit for life mindset. 
I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Transmutation Time with Kelly Kay and me, Dr. Pat. You know, today, Kelly, Kelly Kay is talking about transmutation, transmutation back into love. I love that. Transmutation back into love. And part of this, as we go through this, is understanding what's underneath it. How do we transmute our energy field, you know, from not love back into unconditional divine love? That's what this is. And this is the work you do. You know, before we keep rolling here, um, can you also let people know how they can find out about you, how they can work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is enlightenmedicine.com. And there's a lot of information there about me and my trainings. And you can email me, kelly at enlightenmedicine.com. And I'm happy to chat with you because as we said earlier, there is something about the having someone witness the experience, having someone hold that unconditional love for you that's profoundly healing. Because again, not all of us have had family or friends or romantic partners that have known how to hold that space of unconditional love. And for me, you know, what I like to do energetically is help create kind of an energetic pathway, a, a link, if you will to that divine unconditional love that I believe is always there for us. But if we haven't felt that growing up as a child, if we haven't felt that in relationships, we stop even knowing what it feels like to be held in that kind of energy. And it really is the most beautiful healing energy there is to feel that unconditional love, you know, pouring towards you from the divine layers. And I'm just a conduit, you know, I'm holding space for that, but it's really coming from, from the divine. And to feel it is so different than just knowing it in your head. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's the other thing that it makes us a little different from therapy where you work on maybe affirmations. Yes, I know I'm loved. Yes, I know I'm lovable. But until you feel an energetic shift within you where you just you know it at your core, it's different. It's a different to experience it and to feel that energy moving through you of, I am loved unconditionally. Because when we're not sure that we are, that's what creates the fear, the, the, the pain, uh, mistrust, you know, difficulty being vulnerable in relationship and all that goes along with it. And, you know, what I see in my patients, it really is one of the core wounds of our society is um, we're so competitive and, you know, our, our love is often conditional. It's based yeah. on how well you're doing at life or this or that, you know, and, and if we don't meet those um those expectations then that love is withdrawn, whether it's from the parent or the boss or, you know, the partner. And so to have someone, a good healing facilitator, a good spiritual guide, um, it's holding that space for you can't or aren't available for or whatever it is where it's like mm -hmm. no I'm here to to witness, to have this love, you know, flow from the divine 
into your heart, into wherever those wounds are, so that you can learn what it feels like to really be loved mm. and then turn it inwards and love yourself even more deeply. And it's it really is more challenging than it sounds for a lot of people. They're often very, in the, over the break, break, we were chatting really quick about how it can be minor things <laughs> that can make people feel like totally. they're unloved. Yeah, it can be a time that your teacher criticized your handwriting as being terrible. It can be a time that you felt <laughs> chastised for not learning how to ride a bike fast enough, right? Like it can be things that from the outside feel like, okay, that's really not a big deal. But to you, they hit something in you. And sometimes it does actually reflect back through other lifetimes. And that's part of where the you know shamanic energy training can come in too to help you understand this is why it's such a theme for you. This is why it's a big deal to you. It's not just about this, you know, experience of riding the bike. It goes back and back and back. And when that can be healed, you don't have to carry it with you anymore in this lifetime and in future lifetimes, which is such a gift to your own soul. So yeah, it's not always big, you know, earth shattering events that leave this impression that we're not lovable. It can be little moments, but we internalize it and then we create a belief system in ourselves of there's something wrong with me or you know nobody really loves me or you know all these things that and then any little thing that happens can keep reinforcing that and then before you know it you know you've had a lifetime of these moments and yeah. they, they reinforce that false belief that you created when you were young that somehow you, you're not lovable and that um yeah that there's something wrong etc cetera, etc cetera. so to me you know, the, the transmutation, the energy comes in to rewrite that story, to rewrite the energy behind those moments so that they don't carry the same heaviness. They don't carry that same painful feeling anymore. And instead, it can actually be seen as a, a moment of growth. And looking at yourself, though, like, you have to look at those moments with compassion for yourself. So that's where the self-love, the self-compassion is so key. Again, our, our society, it, they expect us, I don't know, to be perfect and get A's and, and this and that, you know, and, and <laughs> it's not, um, it's not the most compassionate society in, in terms of expectations and that it continues into your work life and you got to meet this and this and this, um, you know, so yeah, we have to show it to ourselves first, ultimately, and, and kind of dissolve away some of those societal messages of like oh you're only you know you only get approved of if you follow the rules it's like no how about the unconditional love meets you where you're at and, and sees again that we've all exactly. yeah made mistakes and we've all gone different directions with our life and sometimes we've been like oop that was you know maybe a little path that it wasn't the best all right come back around again um and it's all okay and we don't have to be ashamed of that Shame is such a big thing that can block people from healing too, again, because of the rigidness sometimes of, you know, the, the feedback that they get from people in their life. Um, it's like people are afraid to admit they made a mistake or yeah. afraid, right, to, to honor that in themselves as opposed to, you know, when you're working with a good healing facilitator who can, you know, be a witness as you say, yeah, I really... I really messed up there, you know, and you're still met with compassion and you're still met with that yeah. forgiveness. I think, uh, you know, one of the things you said, I, I'd love to for you to talk more about, and it's the illusion. You know, it's not only do we have to transmute, transmute so many other layers, but there is this illusion that we carry around that I know you help people with. And folks listening may say, oh, really? I have to do something about that? But we do. We carry things around with us 
that would have us believe that we're, we're, we're helpless, we're hopeless, we're small, yes. you know, nobody's going to love me because of dot, 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 whatever that is. And that's, that's a different layer to forgive because we don't really acknowledge enough that the thoughts like that, that we carry around about ourselves or even others, but start with ourselves. Right. There's something in there. Um, I, I'm telling you, there's certain things that I'll react to and the oddest things. Uh, there's, there's an expression that I heard a couple of teenagers use that I was working with not too long ago. And one of them said to the other, jokingly, put the L on the, like, just went like that. And I'm like, and the other kid said, oh, that means loser. And I just went berserko. They were laughing. They were joking. Mm -hmm. Even the kid that was called a loser. And I realized that that was a label I had. Mm -hmm. And so that was going to like pop me off in a hot second because I understood the consequences if that continued to be behavior that was taken in by the person. First of all, that's like, zero tolerance for me when I'm working with teenagers, like I have to nip that right away. Uh, it gets it gets like out of control. I work with such a great group of kids too. But this illusion that we are small, that thing, if we don't take care of that, like if nothing else, if we don't get that thing handled, we cannot step into the world of possibility. I don't know. You tell me. Am I? Oh, I completely close? agree. Yeah. Okay. Good. Completely. It, yeah. It, it really is something that is, again, it feels just deeply pervasive after many, many lifetimes, thousands and thousands of years upon this planet of reinforcing um, this, this concept that somehow we are small and helpless and that we need to give our power away to something else in, in order to feel good about ourselves or to be accepted. You know, it's a deep tribal thing. I really think it actually goes back to, you know, when we lived in, in tribes and the big fear of punishment was exile. Um, they, they didn't have jails, you know, and what, oh, geez, that's like the worst thing you can imagine, like trying to survive by yourself back in, you know, more primitive times. It's terrifying. And so I think a lot of people carry this deep core fear of being exiled, of being abandoned, and it makes them feel very helpless. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's other ways that we can feel uh, abandoned or feel rejected um, by society, but it just keeps hitting kind of that core fear. And when you know that you are not helpless, you're no longer afraid of that abandonment or of that rejection or exile. Um, you have a, a light within you that you know that like when you are really energetically connected to that divine love, it strengthens you, it gives you courage. It takes courage to live a bold, divinely inspired life. I mean, I know that you've experienced that yourself, that it, it's not always- It does, it does take courage. It I does. mean, I, I, yeah, I, I would not sugarcoat that for a million dollars. It takes courage for me to step up every day and do this. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I don't take this lightly. I, I feel completely blessed. Um, but you know, I grew up as a kid that 
couldn't get a sentence out of her mouth. I wonder if I'm going to flub some words, but I worked with the great sidekick, Mr. Benny, for a really long time. He's always got my back. Uh, Livy has always got our back on Facebook. I'm well protected, but I still vulnerable from those places of woundedness, right? Absolutely. Um, it, and there's always people that won't understand. Uh, you know, I have family members that don't understand what I do. Um, they thought acupuncture was already kind of like <laughs> enough. And then I started doing all this other stuff and man, now I'm really out there, you know, but that's, that's okay. They, they don't have to approve of me. I don't have to seek their approval. I have to live the life that I have been called to do because, you know, I really believe we're at an important time in human yeah. history and we're here to live it. Like now, now is yeah. the time to do it. So having that courage to step out and say, this is who I really am. This is the energy that I want to bring to the planet. This is yeah. important to me. It takes that, that kind of courage and dissolving, transmuting those fears of I'm helpless. I'm small. What yeah. if people don't love me? What if people abandon me? Uh, we really have to transmute those fears because it, that'll hold you back. You know, it's interesting. We're talking about this. I got a message from a friend of mine. You know, I did a, I did a whole half hour podcast on the people in the world that stuttered as kids and what the side effect is from them. And one of the side effects is that your brain moves faster sometimes than your mouth. And, you know, even to this day with me, I am very much aware of it. And I will, I will say a word that is like not even related to what we're talking about, because if you grow up with this, you're conditioned to always think ahead of what somebody's going to ask you because you can never get the answer out right. Mm. Uh, and so I got a text message from my friend about the president's talk last night and how he misspoke. And I said to my friend, you're not going to believe this, but this is less about what you, how smart you think this guy is and more about what it's like to stutter for most of your young life and how your brain works. Mm. But there's nothing that you can say when you're a leader of the world, nothing you could say to explain that to people. I just happen to know it. But when I flub and people hear it, they don't take it into consideration. So we are constantly forgiving ourselves. Well, that's exactly it, right? And, and, and that's the importance of non-judgment. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. I mean, yeah, I have a daughter who has like sensory processing issues and her speech is often very slow. And some people think that that means that she's not you know, intelligent enough to understand what's right. going on. It's not at all. She actually has a phenomenal energy uh, memory and like she has these advanced concepts, but it takes, it's almost like it yeah. takes her brain longer to sort it all out because she has such a, you know, thing going on in her brain that um, it's not just like a typical kid that might just give like a three word answer to a no. question, you know? And so if you're patient enough with her, all of a sudden she you know, has all these really long creative thoughts, but her speech is slow. So yeah, there's all, you know, <laughs> kinds of ways that we need to learn to like not judge um, how people are in the world and not judge ourselves. We all have a unique blueprint and that's okay that you, there's something, again, maybe you learned about yourself through growing through the stutter, right? And, and coming out and using your voice. It's funny. I actually find that a lot of people, their strength and their weakness is in the same chakra. So <laughs> uh -huh, it's not a 
unusual to have kind of both, like the wounding and your greatest strength, like right there at the same time. And when she like start to heal it, then like the strength really starts to shine. So um, yeah, it, it's fascinating to I me. I think it's oh. fascinating. And honestly, when I think back, I, ha- I have to believe Kelly Kay, and maybe you can talk to this. I have to believe that there was some, tra- looking back, some transmutation alchemy that went on because no speech therapist was going to help. I mean, none of it was helping. Mm-hmm. And then one day I, I actually answered a question before the question was asked five times. And then I had to learn how to communicate. See, it isn't just about like one thing or the other. It's about now I know this, now I can learn it. But there's so much power we have and what you're talking about today, that if we looked at this as an end game, an ultimate goal of transmutation, the freedom from operating in a neutral zone is so powerful, it's so powerful. You know, it's it's the greatest joy, right? Like you get to live your sole purpose and you're helping people every day. I mean, how phenomenal is that? But it's because you were brave enough to kind of look at at yourself and work through the stuttering or the fears of that might be associated with that. And so it does take bravery to say, you know what, this is scary. I have to look at some things that are a little bit frightening to me and be honest about them. But as we do that, we often discover it's not as scary as we think it is going to be either right and as we're compassionate with ourselves, and as we hold that self-love and we're not judging ourselves, and we're like you know we all have things we're here to learn and work through and we keep holding that energy and we keep being compassionate and loving with ourselves. then all of a sudden it turns into like oh my gosh all these horrible things in my mind that I thought were going to happen when I you know was brave enough to step out into my true soul purpose um, they're not nearly as bad often as we think they are or maybe we just don't care because we're in so much joy like doing what we love to do that we don't care what other people think as much I don't know (laughs) well you know part of that is what and I think you talk about this is unconditional love being present in the heart right and that we're constantly battling and having to transmute the energy and the dialogue of the ego right I mean you know I remember um you this is interesting because I I've learned that you have to transmute like very quickly sometimes yep yeah you know and people probably think what is she talking about well there's a nanosecond sometimes between the thing that happened and the importance of the next thing you're about to do like do you know what I mean it's like okay you got this crusty over here going on right but there's not enough time for you to hang on to the agony and the ecstasy of that crazy unforgiving place Mm -hmm. because you're having to go next and I had a massive car accident once Mm. uh, that I don't know why I'm even here and I was 19 Mm. and I remember how that happened. It happened exactly for the reason I just described to you, because you're driving a sports car, racing on a public highway, and somebody says something to you to aggravate you in the car, and you lose complete sight of that. You're latched on to these three words that were said to you, and in a nanosecond, you're wrapped around a, t- a telephone pole. Wow. You see. That's one example. 
But think about the relationships in our lives and how often we're in front of people that we may wound or hurt. Right. Exactly. Because, yep, that trigger happens and then the ego jumps in and we say something that we regret. You know, we say because we can still express our feelings, but ideally it's coming from a centered place, not a reactionary anger place. Right. And then we look back and we're like, oh, why did I say that? You know, that wasn't the best way to express my feelings. But but yes, I know, you know, but the more transmutation work we do on the ego, the less that kind of ego reactionary thing happens, we're able to take that yeah. breath and give ourselves, you know, just a few more seconds to say, wait, is, is this really mm. coming from a place of love right now? Oh my God. Um, this is know, such I, a powerful message. Yeah. And um, that goes back to the message too, of if you're about to do something for yourself, asking yourself, wait, is this really me showing myself love? True, unconditional love. Is this really good for me? And if we can just ask those simple questions before we act, um, it, it changes so much. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Kelly Kay, thank you so much. This is so powerful. And, you know, let's just remind people that the body of work that you do is literally to help people through this, is to help them through the good, the bad, the ugly, the small, the big, the in-between, it doesn't matter. Right. All of those things that would rob us from our freedom to experience joy. Right. 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 That's it. To me, that's, that's the goal of that. It's it's that love. It's that joy that I do think it's our divine nature and it's what we were meant to, to be as souls. Um, But yeah, returning to it is not always a simple process and that's where you know i love to help people through well where am i stuck where am i still not in that true you know divine yeah. connection that you know people know on some level um that it's there but yeah it's hard to find if you've had you know trauma after trauma kind of or again it doesn't have to be big trauma just little moments that we don't feel loved we don't feel supported yeah. Um, it chips away and it's almost like, I don't know, sometimes I describe it as um, like, you know, washing the dirt off a diamond. Like we're all diamonds, uh, but we've just forgotten how to like shine that light and to see that diamond purity within us. It, but we've been covered, you know, by the gunk of life and, and often many <laughs> lifetimes. So sometimes it's a lot of polishing, right? But, <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. called, we call it crust busting here. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kay, give out your website again. Let people know how they can get a hold of you. And thank you for today. Absolutely. So it's enlightenedmedicine.com. And I love doing the the one-on-one work with people. Thank you for listening to Kelly Kay and Dr. Pat on Transmutation Time, energetic alchemy for an amazing life. Showing up to life in a healed present way is the best gift we can give ourselves. Healing creates smoother family dynamics, better professional opportunities, and an easier time in romantic relationships. So what are we waiting for? Learn more about Kelly and what she does by visiting enlightenedmedicine.com. Don't forget to tune in next time on transformationtalkradio.com to turn your trauma into transcendence. 